This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, and welcome to another letter episode. And it's weird because the letter is L, so I'm I'm getting L stuck on my tongue. You know, letter. Okay, fine. Got it. <laughs> and today I'm sitting with Sensei Jackie, of course. Hi, everyone. And Sensei Jay. Hello. So I think the first thing we need to do is explain the letter episodes. I agree, Sensei. And I believe it started from an exercise that we've done in the dojo where we just pick a letter out of the blue and let karate people in our dojo talk about karate words that start with that letter. Or words that they can relate to karate. Right. It doesn't have to be an actual. Because of the three words we picked today, only one of them actually shows up in one of the virtues. The other two are just words. Oh, sensei, that's right. So when we're all done, we're going to go to our dictionary and we're going to read what the grown-up people say about our words and see how our connotations and our conversations match what they say. They never match. Well, theirs are usually just boring and ours are much more lively. (laughs) (laughs) But no pat on the back there. Of course not. Okay. Let's just get started. Okay. Let's go. And Sensei Jackie, you're first. My word is loyalty. And... Like every word that we've used in these letter episodes, it has so much good to it. But if you take it too far, then it becomes not so good. Loyalty is, um, how, how would I say this? It's, it, it's being... Loyalty is a dedication. I was going to say being aligned. Right? Being true. Yeah. Oh, true. I like right. that word. But not in the way of truthful, although that's true too. But you're square with that person or thing, and you stay square with that person or thing. Right. I almost always think of it in the beginning as the student to their sensei. Because they believe in their sensei and they are aligned with their sensei, the words that have been passed down from the sensei to the student go in them, and they think about it so much more than they would if it was just from another person in the world. So that student has a really nice loyalty line to the sensei. Okay, you're not wrong about that, and I agree with you. But it's super important that we say here that the teacher earns that loyalty by being many things. Let's just play with some adjectives of what that teacher needs to be. Loyal to his students. Good. And show up. And yes, mentally and physically. Yes. And and be consistent in what he or she has to say. Yes. And attempt to start each day with objectivity and freshness as opposed to attitude. And I've already made my decision about you. That's right. And no personal agenda. Ooh, good from point. From the teacher, which I have seen many times over the years. So I think that that's where it starts. And don't you think that really the seed of loyalty is being loyal to yourself, first of all. I agree with that. And that's why it says that in the virtue. That's right. The number 10 virtue in USA Goju Federation and was true in USA Goju Association. I can't say that's true now is loyalty to ourselves. So then that opens up a whole serious avenue of being able to be both true and truthful to yourself. And that's some tricky business. As we all know, and as we've said on the podcast a zillion times, the mind is just an unruly toddler. And it'll say anything it wants to get its way. So the person has to discern what is actual truth and what is just manipulation of the brain to get that second Oreo. 
I can't, I'm trying to keep it light here. Or that second strike for that. (laughs) (laughs) I deserved it. Good stuff so far, Jackie. I'm going to go back to what you originally said, because I think it's a confusing sentence and try to lighten that up with a little bit of an explanation where you said the equivalent of the sentence loyalty to a fault. Yes. In other words, staying loyal to something or someone who really hasn't earned that anymore. That's correct. Right? That's correct. And I'm going to finally explain to everybody that right there, that is why I'm still with AOL after all these years. (laughs) (laughs) Is that to a fault? I have. Absolutely (laughs) it is to a fault. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with AOL. They're a great company. They have awesome customer service and they are not paying me to say this. But- Although they could sponsor us. Any other person would have walked away a million years ago to be more with the times and get less of people teasing you. And since I have other Microsoft products that require me to have a Gmail address, I have that. Of course. But that's not the point. The point here is loyalty. And I do have loyalty to something much, much longer than most people. Most people will just walk away in a heartbeat, especially from or to a business. And and I was going to say, especially to a small business good one. It's one thing, because I'm not going to name, you know, large corporations. We all know what they are, but it's entirely different to walk away from a large corporation where you're one of many million than it is to walk away from uh, Mario's Hardware, where you've been a customer for years. Which is not a real business, by the way. Because that loyalty comes from the heart. I agree. I would like to know from our listeners how they feel about this kind of loyalty. Do they think it's no big deal to uh, change senseis, change businesses, change anything? So all you have to do is get in touch with us, right? Right. So it's easy enough to get in touch with us. We're all over the web at Wildcat Dojo. Someone recently told me that I should say um, search instead of find. I don't think it makes any difference. Whatever verb you use You type in the word Wildcat Dojo and voila, we come up. And if you search, you will find. (laughs) Let's see. You can go old school and type Dojo Conversations at AOL and reach me there. That's an easy one. And you can add .com to Wildcat Dojo and get our webpage, where, by the way, all of our episodes are there. Listed. Not Well, not just listed there. You can listen to them right there on our Wildcat Dojo page. So you could go there to listen to the podcast. And we're on Instagram at Wildcat Dojo Conversations. I thought that's what it was, but I'm still getting that memorized. I think this this actually works as a really good segue to your word, Sensei J, because from loyalty, you can or cannot achieve longevity. (laughs) That's a loaded word. It sure is. The concept I'm thinking about is the length of time a true martial artist can practice his art. The longer we live, the longer we do karate, there are things we cannot do anymore. That's right. But there are things that we can always do. And I'll just give you an example. You were to lose mobility, say your eyesight, but you still had a breath in you and your mind still function. You could do tensha or any other karate in your mind. You could still control your emotions. So given as we age, we lose some things. But on the other side of that, we were also making what tools we have left stronger. And let's not forget that with age comes a lot 
more experience-based wisdom. Yes. You've made some mistakes and you learned along the way, or you made the mistakes and you didn't, right? That's right. So I think longevity, it absolutely fits in karate, but it's another word that fits everywhere. And my original point with this podcast was to try to say to people, karate, it teaches you to punch and kick. There's no two ways about it. That's its main base. And it's based on hard work, long hours, and constant repetition, kind of a longevity thing there. But it also really integrates in with daily life so well. So even if you're a non-karate person listening to this, I'm going to say 98% of what we talk about relates. Yes. Oh, definitely. There are a few words that we use that might not be totally translatable. Although you can Google them in a heartbeat. That's true. Even as you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Because we do multitask. And thank you, smartphones. Yes. Um, But almost everything integrates. And going back, that's where the experience you mentioned, Sensei, keeps you on the same road, maybe with a different path, but you're still on the same road. Just an example off the top of my head, a fireman who can no longer climb the ladder or doesn't have the strength to carry someone out of a burning building. Now he has the experience to become a teacher or a fire chief, et cetera. Got it. And, and I thought one of the greatest examples, Sensei Jay, is when, when you're starting in karate and you've been there for a while and you start learning about weapons and um, you learn about sticks and how they move. But as we get a little older, we can take that stick and modify it to something we can use daily to help us walk, but also to help save our own life if there was a bad guy near us. As I do. As you do. That's true. <laughs> and I'm going to say a subject that I touch on now and then in this podcast. And I'm going to say this is across the board, no matter what you do, whether you do photography or whether you do poetry or whether you do karate, we could name 20 others. If you stay with it, you learn things in year 25, 35, 45 that you could not possibly have learned in year 10. That's right. Very true. And you don't really realize that that's going to happen until you're in that new moment. You realize technological things. You realize things about yourself. You realize philosophical things. There's just a, a, a state of knowing something better. And karate is complicated concepts. That look so easy at the beginning. Yep. It, it just reminds me, I was trying to teach a kata or review a kata with someone and they had learned it before, but they were still in search of the moves in the right order. And I realized that until those moves were just so ingrained in them, anything I said about anything else had absolutely no merit. I mean, yes, I I could say fix your stances. Yes, fix your chamber hand. Yes, have more excitement in this. But until it was part of them and those moves were second nature, there was no way to bring out anything of wisdom in that teaching. Uh, So real quick, I want to say muscle memorizing moves in the right order is the number one priority when learning kata. But that takes me easily to, I was told by Master Collegian that later in life, Peter Urban thought you should only do five katas and do them very, very well, rather than say 17 katas or 23 katas. And I can see that now at this stage in my life, how that could be handy for someone to know less material, but know it better so that they could grow then in their internal fight, because the internal fight is the thing that's going to save your life. I agree with that. 
Earlier in this conversation, I had a wonderful segue over to my word, but now it's lost. Get it? There's an L word there. Oh, yeah. So I'm just going to say I had eight or nine really good words. I liked them all, but I picked the word love. And that does seem counterintuitive to karate, doesn't it? Because karate is about the fight. You would think so. Yes. But because all three of us really were raised by Master Collegian and He was a huge proponent of the power of love. The power of love has certainly been shown in all kinds of literature. Yes, yes. And most people have personal experience with the power of love, as in once I've lost it, what it does to me and how devastating that is. And that's a whole avenue that we could open up and go to one day, but not today. Deal? Deal. I I think what I'm going to do is go ahead and read. I was reading this the other day, and that's what kind of made it stick in my head. A little paragraph or a little quote from Master Collegian, and here's what he said. Through years of hard work, you create the disciplined body and the power of the martial artist emerges. True, True. by the way. But it is only when the warrior embraces the love of a compassionate heart that true strength is found. And it's got his little signature right underneath it. I really have a a respect for a person who has such self-control, my favorite thing, of the heart and feelings aspect of their life, that they are able to be compassionate when it is the right time to be compassionate, not necessarily the easiest time, not necessarily to their advantage time but also who can stand, and I'm going to use one of your other L words, Sensei J, who can stand and hold that line, Mm. correct? Mm. When it is the right time to do that. What we would say, now, well, we wouldn't say it, but what psychologists might call tough love, right? Would you say that's correct? Yes, and it's so difficult to find the right time for each. Well, here's the thing. It never quits being challenging. I'm not sure if that's a real sentence the way I said it, but that's a true thing. It always will be a challenge. Whether you're a brand new father or parent, whether you're a brand new parent. Yes. Sorry, mothers. It's okay. Or whether you're a grandparent or whether you are... um, A sensei. Helping siblings. It's always challenging, correct? Or how about reversing it? The, The younger... Uh, adult child caring for parents, oh, right? Doing the right, right thing, thing. In the, and with the right heart. Whoa, is that ever a challenge? And when you're faced with that challenge, pretty much daily, wouldn't you guys agree? That, yes, daily, daily. Whether it's to your pet or to a person. Yes, exactly. That's true, right? To a pet <laughs> is a good one and a nice light heart to end on, although pets are serious business. For those of us who love them, which is the three of us. That's true. But there's a great big heart with love for our pets. (laughs) (laughs) And that makes it difficult. This is what we're saying. To have that strength for their best interest. Correct? Exactly. And so what does that do when you're doing something hard out of love? You're making your heart beat stronger. Which is exactly what Master Collegian's point was. Not just your heart stronger, but your whole self. So maybe this is a possible way to wrap this concept up. I'm not sure. In our style, Master Collegian emphasized to us that we have four powers. 
there's our physical power, which we've already talked about from the standpoint of longevity and adapting to the changes of life. Right. And then there's the brain, which we've already talked about, that unruly toddler. Yes. And then there's the heart, which is what we're talking about right now. And then there's the chi line, which we've talked about many times. I believe we have a whole episode on it. We'll check that out and tag it if it's there. And it's integrating these things that makes the person powerful. I think experience, and I'll use your word here, Sensei J, longevity has shown the three of us that. Would we agree? Yes. Yes. So on that note, should we look the words up in the dictionary? It's a good idea. All right. So now we get to mention the power of the pause button. How much fun is that? We love it. And we're back after we've looked up our words. And Sensei J looked his word up in an old-fashioned word dictionary, like book. How cool is that? With yellowed pages, no less. Well, this particular edition, Merriam-Webster, thank you. Well, actually, this is just Merriam without Webster. <laughs> they from, hadn't met yet. No, they hadn't. <laughs> they were rival dictionarying. It's from 1961. This version... Original 1916. How cool, right? Speaking of longevity. Uh. Well, what the book says is length of life. So that dictionary has had longevity. 1961 to 2022. Holy cow. Yes. And on that note, I do want to say all of the definitions were super boring. I agree. I'm so glad we don't count on just them to get us through. Us. Okay, go. I have loyalty. And another exciting definition, a strong feeling of support or allegiance. But funny enough, as I scrolled down, it says, what is the true meaning of loyalty? And someone wrote, the state or quality of being loyal, faithfulness to commitments or obligations. You know, both Landon and I, and we miss you, Landon. We know you're studying, so. Good luck on that exam. We don't like it when they use the word in the definition. That's correct. We don't like that. That's bothersome to me. At least find another word. There's a lot of words out there. Yes, there are. <laughs> Even out. back in 1961, there were a lot of words. All. all right. So should I go on from there? Or oh, please, are we add please, on to that? please do. So they were just as boring with love. And I think the reason that we find them a little bit boring is because they, they were so narrow in their scope. Of the definition. Right. Like with longevity, they just spoke of life rather than say. Endurance. Right. Lasting a long time. And they they did the same thing here with loyalty and they did the same thing with love. They only said an intense feeling of deep affection. Hmm. And they said it over and over again in a bunch of different ways, even under what is the best definition. (laughs) Even under that. And let's see. This was from Oxford languages. Not that they're any better than Miriam. We like you all the same. Okay, Sensei Jackie, let's shoot out our ad because we have loyalty and longevity and love for Honor Athletics, Athletics, of course. course. Hey, see, that was pretty good. And, you know, Cynthia has been quite loyal to us because every time a person mentions Wildcat Dojo when they check out, they can get a discount of 10%. Thank you, Cynthia. Yes. Reach her at honor-athletics.com or scroll down and click her link in our show notes. You can reach her at 770-945-5150. That is correct. Please do. Okay, Sensei Jay, how'd you do in your first letter episode? Will you do another one? Well, you know, the free sub, but lunch is a big influence. So I would have 
I would have to say I will be here. I don't know what he's talking about. Everybody knows we only offer cookies and water. And that's only if you come in person. We don't mail them to you if you, if, if you, <laughs> although that would be funny, right? Mail two cookies and orange and a bottle of water across 27,000 miles. Oh, that, that would be hilarious. Great. That is great. Well, I enjoyed it. I had such a good time today. And you know, we're almost at the end of the alphabet. We're going to have to start again if these are so much fun. Don't invite me for the X words. Everybody says that. We didn't add X into our bucket. (laughs) And I don't think we added Z either. We took out, like, I think there's only 24 or maybe 23. We took out ones that are really bizarre and difficult. And anything that had a high number on the Scrabble tiles. I didn't know that, that that was our measuring stick or measuring tile. But but I can see how that could happen. Okay, let's call it. Say goodnight. Goodnight. Bye, everybody. See you next time. And I am signing out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again next week on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.